Hello, Guardians. Today is October 14th, 2022. My name's Dan Finity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. A lot has been going on this week, so we might as well hop into it. Bungie released Hotfix 6.2.0.8, which was literally a test for the new Hotfix delivery method on Tuesday. We are in the thickness of the back end of the season of Plunder with this week's final story mission taking place with the swashbuckling cutscene between Mithrax and Aramis to boot. I've really enjoyed the story this season for how deep it became between Mithrax and Ido, as well as fleshing out Aramis's more complex history. While I enjoyed the story, I will note that I wish seasonal loop progression wasn't time-gated to the weekly story missions and seasonal triumphs and instead was more focused on being able to grind attributes out as you please, however. It feels like we're kind of in a sea change of systems. Hopefully, we will see some meaningful work done, not only to our progression systems, but to the core playlists as well in this next season leading up to the Lightfall expansion in February. In the TWAB released on Thursday by Sam Bartley, we already got a glimpse into some of that sea change with the announcement that Bungie will be depreciating and barring the further resource grind of planetary materials. This change is being made to simplify the economies in the game and make them less confusing to players both new and old. These materials will be able to be used through Season 19 to turn in for other materials and we will see our stalwart planetary vendors for the EDZ and Nessus, Devrim K and Failsafe, getting a light update. They did point to the Throne World and Castellum resource pickups in the thread, so I imagine we'll be seeing all these resources giving XP, Glimmer, and some reputation for their location going forward into Lightfall and beyond. Public events and other economies with planetary resources attached to them will be adjusted, with, I believe, public events being more rewarding for Glimmer. Associate designer Mercules wrote some lengthy notes on the next hotfix coming down the pike this upcoming Tuesday the 18th, addressing several buffs and nerfs to assorted weapons in the sandbox. This hotfix will include nerfs to submachine guns, no time to explain, glaives and wrist runner, with the last two being for PvP only and buffs planned for trace rifles, rocket launchers, snipers, and auto rifles. For the full list of notes, please visit the links in the show notes. Among other bits of business were the celebrations of both National Coming Out Day, which happened on October 11th, and the new official social media accounts for Brazil. With National Coming Out Day, they did throw out a post that had with it a transmat effect of a rainbow, which is really kind of cool. By going into your account, you can get that transmat effect for free, by typing in R9J79MJ6C. Now we'll get into a conversation with my good friend Pigeon. Last week I gaffed and said we would have a PvE panel conversation, but that's actually planned for next week. So Pidge stepped in for an off-the-cuff convo about some of the season, some builds that he's enjoying, and I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Welcome! Hi! Okay, so (laughs) for this section of the show, uh, I have invited my friend Pigeon, Twitch partner, just general hello guy. Hello. 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 Uh, To come in and uh, talk a little bit about like a build that you're enjoying this season. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience in case they don't make it to the end. <laughs> oh, sure. You better listen to the end, by the way. 
Yeah, listen to the end. Listen to the end. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually I actually feel like I'm under underprepared. So I'll give you the spiel. I am too. I'll give you the usual spiel. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm Pigeon. I am a Destiny two streamer from Glasgow, Scotland. Twitch partner, as Dan's already mentioned. Um, I'm an aspiring full-time content creator. Uh, I love PV and Destiny especially. And love making friends, I guess. <laughs> Long walks on the beach. Long walks on the S- beach. Sangria. <laughs> Sangria. <laughs> See, what, the other thing I could do is I could also introduce my statistics, which is a... Uh, 20% beard, 50% Scottish, and yeah. 69% thrown. Well, we already had the conversation earlier today about how, like, what it takes to be partnered as a Scotsman. Yes. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep those metrics off the. Yeah. <laughs> off the yeah we'll keep those off the air. But <laughs> it has nothing to do with Burger King. Uh, we've been talking a bit, a bit already. We've been talking about uh, a, l- a little bit about our creative journeys uh, in the in the off mic section um but what uh what have you been enjoying about destiny so far this season what have you been enjoying what have been the pain points for you and uh how how do you see the rest of the season going so for me this season and for any season that's involved mm-hmm. uh but the the release of king's fall raid has been where i've spent most of my time since it released which was in the, the first week if i remember mm-hmm. correctly oh uh- I want to say it was like the second week. Second, second week, second week. Ah, first week. Second. It was the first no, week. It was the first week. There was a, oh. there was there was like controversy around it. So yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because it released on the Friday. Never mind. I remember now. I got in trouble. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I spend most of my time. My uh, big radar and destiny. So uh, enjoy getting into to running those each week. Uh, mm-hmm. Get my reset clears and then. Usually, I'll just I'll just run it. If there's people running it, you can count on me. I'll I'll probably hop in and do it. Uh, mm-hmm. We just had the Grand Masters drop as well, and I forgot who, for ugh, excuse me, I forgot how much I love those. Um, but enjoying grinding those with with different people uh, mm-hmm. a game with. Um, as far as like where the season's going, I don't know. We've still we've still got uh, the Halloween event, which is kind of yeah. like the last main beat. Before mm-hmm. the season's likely to wind down, so once that's out of the way, we'll kind of we'll kind of see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Just uh, I'm just trying to find things to do. To be honest, I'm I'm yep. like I'll do my raids, I'll do my grandmasters, mm-hmm. and then for me, this is like a wee bit of backtrack time in the season for me. I like to go back and go, what did I not get a few seasons ago? Is it still in the game? And I'll kind of put myself. Yeah, I'll do like a focused farm session to like mm-hmm. chase stuff down. So that's kind of where I'm at, where it's going. Uh, hopefully the Halloween event um, takes what they learned from the last, the summer event mm-hmm. and kind of polishes it a bit more. And it could be a really good time, to be honest. It could be the perfect thing that we need to, to pick up the season. It's one of those things where like, we, we, we kind of know the pattern of the season so far, right? Or like how, how they've run their course when we've yeah. been we we've been in them so like when we're in week eight the story is pretty much wrapped up we had a really i thought it was like a pretty cool um cool cut scene uh with mithrax and uh 
and Aramis kind of like duking it out. Spoilers for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Um, so we had that. GMs have kind of like breathed a little bit new, uh, like just a little bit more life into the season as a whole. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of feeling that like not necessarily burnout, but I'm definitely looking for for things to do. Um, yeah. You're, I've, you, I've, you yeah. start to come up with different ideas. You're like, okay, done all this. This you've done most of the stuff this season has to offer. So it's like, this is where you. Well, for me, yeah. I'm quite self. I'm quite self orientated. So, like mm-hmm. I say, chasing specific loot and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm not like a big triumph chaser or like the seasonal quests. You don't see me checking. I don't do checklists basically. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll do what comes organically as I play. And if there's something that's maybe got a reward that I'm looking for, mm-hmm. like the seasonal, the, the helm upgrades just now, I'll do those tasks, which is fine. But yeah. ultimately, I'm, that I'm fits not. into the loop. Yeah. But other than that, if, if it's not something I'm up for chasing as far as mm-hmm. like completion factor, I, I don't really do that. It's kind of. Just always be my thing. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll knock out all the old triumphs. <laughs> yeah. See, that's actually where I start turning my eyes to next because like um I think I feel like there's something um we are not your average player, right? We we are people who play video games uh for fun and entertainment, not only for ourselves, but also for a community or or an audience that would that would view us. Outside of that. Yes. Um, so it, it's getting to the part of the season for me where like it feels like in certain s- circumstances, I'm going for loot primarily from master uh, dungeons lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going for the blueprints from the wellspring and red border weapons uh, without focusing that grind. Till yeah. I do not like those in in activities anymore. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Dude, that's all, yeah, that that uh, the red the red frame grinds. Um, mm-hmm. I think we got too little, too late, or too mm. is it too little, too late? I don't know what the the turn of phrase is, but uh, in order to like at least start to guarantee drops to complete those. Yeah. They've only mm-hmm. really just started kicking in, and that's like five or six weeks in. Yeah, and the ironic it, thing for me was I secured my last like seasonal weapon pattern uh-huh. that like a few days before the catch up things were introduced. Yeah. So that that was one of the things I mentioned uh, that like kind of jaded me with the seasonal well, model. It also seemed like some of the some of the things were kind of bugged. And weren't working as as intended for a while. So who who knows like what the like what they had to do under the hood in order to get that to work again? Yeah. <laughs> with, with all the spaghetti. Uh I've said this before. My OBS and and my streamer bot setup is kind of the same way where it's like, oh, if I pull this wire, this breaks. So yeah. I I empathize with that. <laughs> oh no, yeah, totally. It was a shame. I know exactly what you're talking about. There was like the your weekly catch, your first weekly completion of Catch Crash yeah. was supposed to give you a red frame, and mm-hmm. that was broken. And that was like the earliest primary method for like getting for your seasonal grind on. And with that not working properly, yeah, you had to do it the 
the brute force way. Yeah. Which like I so I've been limiting myself. I think I've said this before uh, on on other shows, but I've been limiting limiting myself to like one dares, one wellspring, one catch crash, and uh, one castleum a day. If I if I run it lately, I haven't been running them daily. I've I've been like oh, okay, uh, I I'm gonna play like Tim Tim or something else in my off time to yeah. uh, satiate the urge of variety. Um, but when it comes to grinding those activities, I just do one a day. And then if I don't get anything, it's like, okay, I'll try again tomorrow or whenever I get around to it. Are the, like, is there anything like that that you have? I 100% did that. So as you know, I stream and if there's something that's on my to-do list that I'm maybe a bit more fed up of doing, then mm-hmm. I'll do, I, I tend to do that right at the start of stream. I'll go, right, I'm going to fire up a, insert activity here i'll do one or two and i'll go right that that's it i didn't get what i was looking for i'll do it the next time i'm on we'll get to the meat the meat of the stream which is maybe something that's a bit newer like say Mm -hmm. grandmasters or if it's around about the reset time i'll go into those activities but as far as that it becomes a very passive thing um to grind so yeah being there done that 100 i'd say that's the way to do it just go right cool I've, i've not quite got what i wanted from that yet I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to do a focus farm unless you really want to make it a focus farm like session. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um, so is there anything that you're like you're running right now on your character? Like maybe tell the audience like what your main characters are that you run and maybe like a fun build that you've enjoyed kind of like um perfecting over the course of the season for different activities that you're doing sure i actually have a couple mm-hmm. um i'll go with the most recent one um have you tried wish ender since it got buffed you know what i keep seeing that brought up <laughs> really <laughs> i saw sabe using it the other day and i was like why is he using wish ender uh, it's insane but, yeah, I that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that it not only competes but beats Arbalist in a lot of ways when it yep. comes to that slot, especially for the anti barrier. But uh, okay. continue your thought. Okay, so as I, t- I said this to Dan earlier off off mic, but I'm a quite a late adopter for changes in a lot of things, <laughs> and that includes in in game. So I'll be uh, so we had anti barrier sniper this season. So mm-hmm. a lot of my favorites. I love sniping and stuff in PvE, so I was using those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arbalist is a bit stale because it's just a. It's so good at what it does. It's it's the get it it's done a workhorse, man. option. Yeah, so I, I I enjoyed maybe using some other stuff and mixing in different exotics. But tonight, for the first time, uh, before recording, I tried out Wishender, and it mm-hmm. exceeded my expectations. I actually couldn't believe how well it was. So I'm going to break it down, how my experience of that, and then. Uh, I'll talk about some of the other builds that was going on. Hell so yeah. I'm a hunter. I'm like a hunter main. I love uh, playing Void Hunter especially uh, for the invis crutching. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> especially just, in GMs. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it yourself. If you're playing a hunter and you're invising, you're the one that stays alive while other people get wiped out, and you're like, oh well, maybe you do. And bitch. it's so, it's so easy. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'm the I'm my my fire team's dead and I'm just over here like yeah I'm fine because I I was I invised out of the danger and then <laughs> right. I can go I can go back and 
build up the run again by getting mm-hmm. the, the covering the revives. Yeah. I, the thing about Wishender, so I was running the the Grandmaster Lightblade mm-hmm. uh, with a really competent team. But the thing that I found was that if you were in trouble fighting an anti-barrier and he started popping his shield, you can hop around like crazy uh, with the near accuracy from Wishender and oh. pop their shield and hold their stun. So you can find yourself going behind like small bits of cover, hop over, pop their shield. Um, oh. so that was that was one of the things that I, I started doing. I was like, well, that antibiotic is about to put his bubble up. It's fine. I'm in cover. I'll jump up. I'll shoot him. Perfect accuracy. And pop the bubble. Hold the stun. Mm-hmm. So I found that was the first thing I found. The second thing I found was it charges your super like crazy because oh, yeah. it hits the target three times. There's an entry damage. Ooh. There's the pass-through damage. And then, then there's the exit damage because the arrows are going right through the target. And that in turn, because it's a primary, it fills up your super bar really fast. Yeah. Like it actually chunks up the way. It's as if you're getting kills, even though you're just damaging like a target. Yeah. So I found that really useful for um like damaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, following that. Um it's the fact it's got infinite ammo as well. So you've always got it handy. That boss room at the end, you've got loads of anti-buyers to deal with, and yep. it just you're covered for them basically. Mm-hmm. And you can solo stun with like a perfect draw shot, mm-hmm. which is just so cool. That yeah, that's a really good shout on that. I, I was I was actually finding during during the light blade as well. Like I was using um, outbreak perfected uh-huh. uh, to chunk at the boss, just like do bits of damage and my super bar was going up considerably but i'm gonna need to try out wish ender now because that sounds incredible and you're not scrounging around for special ammo all the time which is probably the other benefit of that right yep exactly um the other stuff i'm enjoying um everyone probably agree this but arc titans are pretty insane right now for pve Mm -hmm. uh heart of most light is a a big one for all fix all builds exotic for titans and you can just literally run right with storm grenades uh again covering grandmaster content all the the gms mostly like all except for one gm this season has arc as the modifier for damage mm-hmm. outgoing damage and incoming damage so you can just annihilate whole rooms as if as if you're running a normal strike uh, with arc <laughs> titans and heart and most light my favorite pairing just now is the quicksilver storm which is the the lightfall uh, pre-order uh, mm-hmm. exotic auto that that gun's just so much fun like i love reactive reload exotics as i call them mm-hmm. and it, it just fits the bill i feel like some mad kind of call of duty player when i was using it for the first time because it's like a <laughs> the old noob tubes yeah the, the grenade launcher mm-hmm. those that don't know when you play if you play call of duty from the uh the modern warfare two days like, if you had the noob tube launcher, you would start the match, you would run out to the front, and you'd fire a noob tube and get a team wipe, like, straight away. <laughs> it was like, it was just a thing. Or at least that's how I played the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's been a big callback for that, for me. Yeah. So, like, I rock that, my Titan, I'll have the Heart and Most Light on. Um, enjoy the Gambit shotgun that we got this season. It's like a rapid-fire mm-hmm. arc shotgun. Um, I got a really good roll in mine, so I pair that with the auto rifle, and then 
Uh, I've got an old rocket launcher, the the Hotheads, um, mm-hmm. which I secured some god rolls of like last season. So that's kind of like my main arcade build from a Titan. That's probably the one I prefer more than maybe my Hunter sometimes, just because of how mm-hmm. powerful it is. Um, but that's where you probably see me run right on. We were saying during the Grandmasters, we are going, this is a Grandmaster, by the way. <laughs> As we're absolutely, like, just memeing through Slaying out, yeah? Yeah. It's wild. That's, that's incredible. How? What are your thoughts on the uh, on the Grandmasters so far this season? I, I Like, I find that Lightblade and Glassway are probably, like, the more considerable challenge this yeah. season. Um, but I'm really enjoying that they're bringing back uh, some of the older D1 that they brought back some of the older GMs uh, from D1 this season to kind of round out round out the list. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, previously the the corrupted strike on Dream City that I used to be dead like scared scared of it. Like mm-hmm. running it, I was like, oh man, this is like this is hard. It's a hard GM and stuff. Uh, but at that point in time, I I said to myself, I'm gonna learn how to do this strike properly. Um and not have any issues with it. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point by the end of the season that we were farming it comfortably, maybe twenty minutes or so. Yeah. And uh I just had it down, I understood how all the, the things worked in the strike, what to expect. So for light blades, a few seasons ago, we it it was it came as out as a GM for the first time, and at the time we didn't have a, a lot of the the changes that have come into the game. Like we had our first three subclass, but we didn't have the other two. Mm-hmm. We didn't have resistance the way it works now uh, with your resistance stat. So that GM was really scary at the time. Um, for me, it was a one and done pretty much that that uh, the week that they launched. Mm-hmm. So when this season came around and it was coming back as a GM, I, I said. I'm going to do the same as I did with that Corrupted Strike. I'm going to go in, I'm going to learn it, I'm going to get comfortable with it, basically. And uh, I can like safely say any time I've ran it, like I was running it tonight with a couple of friends, and we were just chilling like the whole way through. There was no panic, there was no, oh, it didn't feel too oppressive. Mm-hmm. I, I know that might be a result of like power creep and whatnot, which is its own separate issue, but at least for yeah. now, I'm so much more comfortable with that strike. Incredible. Hope that answers your question, by the way. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I mean... the, the other rotation stuff, yeah, the, yeah. the Destiny 1 strikes, I love Devil's Lair. It's a really fun GM to run. Yeah. Uh, it's always a good time. Right right level of challenge, and it feels rewarding to, to get through it. When you're just like... That one, I feel... That has, like, the most nostalgia for me out of all the strikes, I think, in D1. Mm-hmm. personally um and so like ha- having that one in gms i it's for me it's just a delight <laughs> yeah like you're you're just kind of like pushing through i i that one is probably the one that i know the best out of all of them this season although i'm becoming very familiar with Lightblade. uh yeah <laughs> of course but yeah i i like the um I admire the like, hey, I'm just gonna slam my head against <laughs> this GM until I learn it like the back of my hand um approach that yeah. you were describing there. Um what do you think of the loot so far this season? Uh, there's a couple a couple of couple of choices definitely shined so far. Um the the Volt Shot perk that we got this season is just 
it's just insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I do I do YouTube content, and I talk about things like these these weapons becoming borderline exotic in nature because mm-hmm. of how powerful these perks are. So, the sidearm, the scout. Uh, they jump at me straight away because they had uh, bolt shot on them, their primary weapons, and they just they're just insane. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if you've managed to unlock any of the bolt shot perks for for those those particular drops. Uh, but when you get to use them, you just it just enhances the power of fantasy. You're like I am just zapping everything, jolting <laughs> all over the place, and then you've got it working alongside your subclass, so it starts. It, it just goes insane. Like the build crafting and potential with these perks just absolutely insane. Uh, I think they prize la- raid loot as well. A mm-hmm. um, couple of favourites there. The hand cannon. Again, it's got incandescent on it, which is last season's like hot perk. Pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I just goof. love that they're... I lo- <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to... <laughs> I love that they're uh, they're putting these these on weapons now. They're not they're not afraid to just go wow like that's that's insane that that's got access to that. Mm-hmm. And then for those that have got it unlocked, I think Touch of Malice been back is really freaking cool. Yeah, um, it holds up in the end game really well, and it's a lot of fun to use. Um, I think the rework for it for Destiny Two was brilliant as well, like the blight effect and. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets its catalyst, which just kind of plays that plays down further for that. What's the hits sure. for me this season as far as the loot look goes? Yeah, I haven't really. So you were you were asking about like the the jolting. I I haven't I haven't really bought in so heavily into the arc. Um, Verbs weapon like perk side of it the the arc weapon perk side of it. Um, but it sounds sounds like I need to need to get on that. So maybe that becomes part of my rounds. Leveling up weapons and everything. That's one of those like adopt like adopting the the new things. Mm -hmm. So I actually play with my dad and um, I know this. You do I know this. So I played with your dad. I played with you and your dad. You have, yeah. (laughs) So I took him out uh, while we were gaming and asked him if he tried out Voltshot and he says, "No, Mm -hmm. what does that do?" And I was just like, "Stop what you're doing. (laughs) Go into your season (laughs) pass and." claim the sidearm that's on the season pass because it, it comes rolled with it mm-hmm. and I explained to him what it does and then he was like oh wow like he was instantly blown away by how the perk worked and stuff so um, that, that kind of surprised me I was like I thought he might, might have at least tried it or I guess he needed a bit like pointing in the right direction with it just to say hey like this is what you can do with these these perks yeah and uh, yeah definitely take it for a spin dude okay Will do. Will do. Well, Pidge, um, I appreciate you coming on and, and being the guest this week. Uh, where can Again, where can people find you on the internet, man? So if you want to check out the live stream, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash pigeon. It's spelled P-I-J-I-N-N. And pretty much the same everywhere. Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. You can find me posting content there. Just Just watch out for the Twitter rambles, though. Yeah. Watch out! Watch out for the Twitter. Uh, you also have a uh, a Scientia Illuminata emblem giveaway currently. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. So go to his Twitter and uh, and blow that up. I'm 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 sure if. I... <laughs> <laughs>
This is a rabbit hole, Dan. <laughs> My name's Danfinity. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Danfinity, where the eyes are else. You can catch me three days a week on Twitch and TikTok, helping Guardians through pinnacle and in-game activities. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. This show is also listener-supported, so if you'd like to give a few bucks a month to keep the lights on, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. That is ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity. All links are in the notes for the episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.